systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Hello? 911. There is a strange man in my house, and I need you... To send the police out here, right meow. Is he in your bed? That's the real question. <laughs> I wish he wasn't. <laughs> I liked having the bed to myself. <laughs> Who are you and what the hell are you doing in my basement? <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to episode 19 of the Pat and AJ podcast. Here on the Pat and AJ podcast network, which is your phone or tablet or, or wherever you're listening to right now. Hello. My mom just learned how to use her iPad. She'll be able to listen to us That's now. That's a loose definition. <laughs> I mean, learning. And I always said this, and I even told your mom this. I said, I really feel like, and I know why they did, but Apple never marketed the iPad to 55 plus for oh, a reason <laughs> but i was like that's who it's meant for yeah like m- now but now it is back then when it first came out it was not marketed no. towards whole senior time, citizens the whole time it was just a jitterbug okay yeah. since the thing <laughs> came out everyone's at what is this humongous thing it's a jitterbug your mom is upstairs currently trying to figure out hers and yes i did say your mom upstairs just approved you hold on watch this Walk over here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, I missed that tongue. <laughs> He's here and he hey. is sloppery. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Huh? How you doing? Yeah. It's your buddy Pat here back in the, the contest, as my dad said. The con- the what? The continental US. Oh, the contest. I get it. When I spoke to my dad uh, last, which is a couple weeks ago, he called me. I called him back, and he's like, well, when the hell are you going to be back in the contest? It's very sweet that he thought you moved to Hawaii and were never like, coming back to see him. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who, by the way, no matter where I've lived, I've always had to go visit him in his tiny Iowa town, was so concerned that I was... <laughs> Moving far away. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm still where gonna come I visit live. you. <laughs> You're always where you are. So Pat, what yes. the hell are you doing what am I here? Doing in the contest. <laughs> the contest. In the Great Forty Eight, as my BFF said, the Great Forty Eight. You can't really call it the frozen tundra anymore because it's actually no. quite pleasant outside. It? But it's a little bit nippy, I'm not gonna lie. This no, is not nippy. this is not uh, doing it for me. Now, uh yeah, hi my uh my name is Pat and I'm back here <laughs> in uh, Michigan, everyone. Hello, how are you? Now hello? not not for long. Not no, not as uh, very temporary. I'm just here to say hello and basically help AJ get this house ready to get sold. Yeah. Um so I popped in. Um I flew in from Arizona. And your arms are so tired. This is so funny because this is another one of those things that um, kind of like when Pat was going to, to grad school and we were working full time on the radio, mm-hmm. we had to keep that a huge secret. This whole thing we're about to tell you is something that we've been kind of like, kind of not talking about for a, a couple of weeks well, now. I just wanted to get all my ducks in a row. So I left on February 1st the mainland to go to the big island of Hawaii. Now I did that because we, of course, as a family um, are planning on moving out there. And I said, let me go out there and uh, get employment ready because I was kind of lacking that at, at the time being laid off at all. 
but I was a new graduate. So that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed yeah. to graduate, and then they tell you you're supposed to go get a job. To pay off your school loans. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the that's only what. reason they want you to get a job is to pay back the loans. And um, as we all learned, before I even left, because I had started applying for jobs and stuff, I was offered employment um, at one of many fantastic organizations that's doing unbelievable work on the Big Island, west side of Hawaii. Um, and then I got out to uh, uh, the Big Island. I got set up. First delay came, and this is, I've never thought of myself as a go-getter. You have to understand. Apparently, I'm a little bit more hustle than I know because I showed up to get jobs with a degree that hadn't been conferred yet. What does that mean? Basically, it means main official. Why would my buddy and AJ, people in my circle, not know or care about that? Because ask AJ how many times she's been asked for proof of her college education in this broadcast career she just capped off. Not once. Thank you very much. Never okay. once. Doesn't um, matter that I went. Doesn't matter that I paid for it. Nobody cares. I can say the exact same thing. I never once had to prove uh, no. anything that I went uh, went to college. Uh, not that anyone cared or didn't care. Now, unfortunately, uh, when you get into a little bit more serious lines of work, such as uh, mental health care and often dealing with nonprofits, which deals with federal funding, yep, there's a lot of I's and a lot of T's that need to be dotted and crossed. One of them is ensuring that everyone you hire into certain positions is uh, appropriately educated and, and licensed. I was basically getting jobs before I had the official stamp from the school that said you did the work. I mean, technically, you graduated already without the ceremony. My last day of school was December 18th, 2020. The semester technically ended January 15th. I left on February 1st. And didn't they tell you that because of COVID, like it would take a while for them to get everything kind of squared away with the degrees? Well, 30 to 45 days later is when the degree was to be conferred. Unfortunately, I was not able to take the position that I was offered uh, due to just that. Things got to be on the up and up. That's fine. Um, to be honest, I was offered more jobs when I was out there than, I mean, I was overwhelmed with joy because, you know, you, you feel you, needed. You do a big life change. You go to school for something new. You think you're going to be good at it. And this is like your first at crack, like yeah. trying to say, can I do this? And not only do you secure one position, but there's options and other people. And I mean, just today, someone got a hold of me about something. Looking I was going to say, didn't you get a call from somebody on the <laughs> island again? Like, I hey, are you still here? We need you. I literally did. Um, so what happened was I said, let me just wait it out. Um, until my degree gets conferred. So basically that meant Pat was going to be on about a one-month vacation at that point. It's not a vacation, it's a what? It was a sabbatical. It's a sabbatical. I mean, it's a sabbatical. Well, and it made sense, too, because you paid for an entire month of your Airbnb up front. So well, it didn't yeah. make, I mean, I'm way too cheap to have you leave before that month is done. So I'm like, stay there. And let's just kind of see how this yeah, plays out. Yeah, you said wait it out, and then once the degree you know, is official, conferred, bam. So all I was going to do really in my time off, besides enjoy myself, was do all the busy work that I was going to be cramming into weekends had I started working full time. Because remind you, my original plan was to show up on the 1st. I was going to start work on, on the 8th. Yep. I was going to give myself one week to get adjusted, have a little fun, go to a beach, see a sunset, then boom, get my hands dirty. So with this time that he was going to be there, 
I said, okay, well, until your degree is conferred and you can actually accept one of these jobs, why don't you kind of start figuring out all the other things that need to happen for us to move out there, like housing, you need to talk to our realtor, we need to, you know, figure out our son's school, and we also need to figure out what we need for our pets, because bringing your pets to the island is a huge to-do, dare I say, harder than actually getting a place to live is bringing out multiple pets to the island. It is um, an island. It's not as easy as moving to Nebraska where you can just take a U-Haul and show up there. Yeah, and your cats are just in the car. No, in Hawaii... They kind of know everything that goes in and out. Rightfully so. And I understand because they are very protective of what comes to the island because they don't want new species that don't belong there. They've Mm -hmm. had that happen already with invasive species. So I said, okay, well, why don't you go to one of the vet offices on the island and talk to them about our pets and see what we need, the paperwork, all that stuff. So that was basically going to become my month, my sabbatical. So you do that and then start work when you can. I was like, okay, totally cool. I mean, did I feel a little bad? Because literally, I kid you not, guys. I mean, I left and y'all just got hit with a historic winter storms aj is hating life we're trying to do this podcast and i'm out there and i am sure i'm chipper and happy and she is just it's like a like a frequency lower than me i've got a sore back from shoveling you guys just to put this into context when he left there was no snow on the ground yeah then we got all that snow that we were all here for except for pat when he came home there was no he missed all that snow i mean it's gone He saw a little bit of it in the parking lot at Applebee's today, but that was like old, dirty snow. So the sabbatical began, and I said, let me do my little checklist besides go to uh, beaches and enjoy sunsets, which many of you enjoyed along with me on um, the Pat and AJ Instagram. She did a lot of Facebook Lives, Instagram. On Facebook, a lot of folks joined in. Um, But I said, let me get with our realtor, get with the mortgage people, um, the the pet thing. I'm going to get everything all lined up. So when you guys, so when we're ready, so boom, the slingshot's ready to go. No problem. I I, I go start mapping out drives from like the house to uh, a potential workplace or a, a school to a potential house. I'm doing all that business body work i go to the vet place all right hey i gotta move this zoo of animals and the pet stuff was never really concerning to us because we knew it was gonna be a process and we we're like well that's fine we have all the paperwork Ugh, we yes i mean it was just again a process and um but we wanted to make sure that you know we didn't land with a yeah. bunch of pets that we couldn't bring so he went to the vet so um here's where you kind of have a one-two punch in the universe hits you over the head, and you have to react appropriately, okay? Um, one was first about the job, the fact that they were going to have to rehire for the position because they couldn't wait on me. And they said, and it was more like, hey, you can apply again in 30 days or Literally, whatever. Yeah, that's like, what they we, said. We, we can't wait on you, but you can reapply when you have your degree. Yeah, so one, the job that I had had waiting said, hey, we got to release it. Totally cool. And again, there were many opportunities for me. But it's also okay to say you were very upset about it. Well, He had had a very rough couple of days. I was upset because it was so, like, easy. It was, like, all kind of done where I'm like, I get there. I, I, I chill, I start the job, and then I do, yeah. like, it was all very just, you know, do what comes next. That's how I look at life. Do what comes next. So, job goes away. That bums me up. He got over it, though. Got over it, though. Phone call rings again. It is the vet. The local vet. The one that signs off on pets when you land at the airport. And this is the one that you got to have sign off on your animals? 
or else they spend 30 days in a USDA quarantine. Understandable. To avoid the infection of rabies on the big island. Understandable. The vet then calls me to say, by the way, wanted to let you know, we are good on all your animals except your cat. Not going to sign off on that one. The USDA won't allow him on the islands. Um, there you go, folks. That's right. Uh, my Savannah cat, my kitty witty. Thank you for owning that. It's, I mean, I, he's my cat too. He's but my kitty witty. When we moved here, Pat wanted a cat, and so did I. Pat wanted a special hybrid cat, whereas I said, let's just go to the Humane Society and get a dumpster cat. But he said, no, these things are really cool. It did kind of seem like it was meant to be because two of our new coworkers at the time had that breed of cat. And they're like, they're awesome. Here's the breeder. So we got this cat. And he's basically like a, a cat dog. He's a cat that acts like a dog, but he does sleep all day. But other than that, he looks exotic. He's just a freaking cat. Really never given us problems until now. <laughs> now, for those of you who want to go back and listen to the Pat and AJ podcast, that includes a fantastic segment on Don the Cokie Hunter. Uh, you learn all about cokie frogs, which were invasive species that, that got were brought to the island by to the island. Uh, was it on purpose? No, it, they believe it was on. Um, I think they, a shipment. A of lot something. of them have been stowaways. It's all stowaways. But these things have these little They've frogs, taken over the island. Yeah, they have multiplied into the thousands, and they are driving people crazy. We've just learned about the mongoose. I didn't know that was a mongoose, man. <laughs> There's mong. Are they called mongoose? When I it's don't plural? Know. The mongoose are all over the Big Island. Mongooses. Apparently, they were brought in to take care of a rat problem. Now the mongoose are everywhere. So mongooses. Understandable that the island is very particular about animals that arrive and live there. And the vet informed us that due to new Hawaiian law, that our animal uh, would not be allowed in with or without his signature. And that's. That was our problem is we said, we have all the paperwork. Like, he's fixed. He's this, he's, he's that. He's that, he's fixed, he's, you know, and they're like, no. He's like, they, they, he goes, look, guys, I can't get your cat onto this island. There was a story um, earlier in February about a couple who brought two hybrid cats. They're was it bangles. hybrid? Bengal cats. Bangles. Without doing the research. And as soon as they landed... Hawaii said no and said, you have to take them back to the mainland. We're not even letting them leave the airport. And those folks actually fought it to court. And they had those cats quarantined at the USDA the entire time and tried to use the same arguments about them being fixed fixed, and everything else. And they lost the appeal and the cats got sent back. So these cats got flown over there, kept in quarantine, and then flown back. How stressful. And let me be very clear on this. We weren't trying to fight the quarantine i don't if my animals had to be quarantined it is what it is oh yeah but this was just literally a this way was literally just us saying can we bring our yeah. pets to live on the this, island with us this is a method that you can use i'll be totally honest you can buy your way out of the quarantine yeah if you want to pay a vet on the island to work with your vet on the mainland they basically work in tandem and then your vet on the island shows up at the airport. He signs off on the piece of paper. And then you take them to and, your new house. And then you have a cat or a dog on the island. Hallelujah. The caveat with our cat is they would not sign off on it. The USDA wouldn't even let, no. like, it, it wouldn't even get that far. Now, normally, if you don't got the dough, because let's be honest, the vet wasn't doing it for free. It was going to cost a, a, a hefty fee yeah. per animal. 
Normally, folks then who do want to bring a dog, yes, you bring it in. It has to be quarantined for 30 days. That's USDA yeah. law. That's federal law, okay? So we basically had a choice at that point in time. It was to abandon our quest to live in Hawaii, or it was to rehome the kitty witty and then continue our quest to live on the big island that of was never a choice stop it we never had to make that choice as you can see i'm back here in the basement <laughs> if you're wondering how the decision process went, and, and and by the way it was a family vote two to one i don't want you to think we're united we're just we're divided just like congress and senate okay we're the we're the split mitt it was a two-one vote myself and aj voted to keep the cat and forego Hawaii until our kitty witty hits the rainbow rainbow uh, bridge one day. Um, our son voted in favor of rehoming the cat and going to Hawaii. That was our son. He's staunch in his views. I mean, I can't blame him because he and the, he and that cat are not friends anymore. No, they're, not. they're they're total rivals. Like the cat knows that our son is our number one priority. And he gets really crummy with our kid, and our kid gets crummy with him back. Like they, they, it's just a fu- it, yeah. They're both a, teenage. Boys. They're both teenage boys. They're both teenage. So boys. they don't really care for each other. And our son was like, "Well, why don't we just give him to somebody else?" And I'm like, "Are you crazy?" So I mean, we would have won that anyways because we're the adults here. But. Now, unbeknownst, you're probably thinking, "Okay, so what are you guys doing now? Are you going to stay in Mid Michigan? Is Flint going to be your home?" Unfortunately, Michiganders, who I love. Deep, deep in my heart. I mean that. We love Michiganders. We hate the winters. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it no more. Uh, when we were debating where to go, we had two places. The first was the big island of Hawaii, Kona Town, west side. Which is still not a lost cause. We will. We are. Well, no, we said that's just we have to wait until we are uh, prepared without. Uh, without uh, a hybrid cat. A hybrid cat. So our second runner up was always the great state of Arizona and specifically Tucson, Arizona. Which, if you go back and listen to, I think it's the very first podcast. Oh, yeah. We let it slip. We let it, we slip. Let it slip. But we had, I mean, at that point, in no way, shape, we, or form, did we I think we'd end up there. I think we had let go of Arizona and said we were going to go to Hawaii. Yes, uh, we always had two choices where we wanted to go. It was Hawaii, Arizona, Hawaii, Arizona. Then you figure out where. It was Kona, Tucson, Kona, Tucson. Then it was Kona, Kona, Kona. Oh, can't do Kona because my, my cat. Boom, we're going to Tucson. So I literally, and this is, again, this is Clark 42. This is the new Pat. This is uh, the life philosophy. You do what comes next. Yeah. I said, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my two weeks here in Hawaii. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, have a great time. I'm going to grieve the loss of Hawaii right now. And once I get over that, okay, we can move on. And then I hop the flight to Tucson, Arizona. Where he stayed for two weeks. Two weeks in Tucson. And I did some uh, hunting. And I found us a house. That's exciting. Our house is amazing, you guys. I don't it's feel pretty great house. It's um, it does have a palm tree in the in the in the backyard. Yeah, that you want to cut down. We'll talk about that eventually. But it's got like it's got an in ground pool. It's got Look you can sit by that's, the pool in the backyard. That's all she needs a pool. That's all she wants. Because yeah, I love to swim. Do you understand? And I can also I can look at the mountains from my backyard. Do that's you, incredible. Do you understand that I feel like I am basically shopping um, for a toddler when I talk to real estate agents because <laughs> they ask like, "Well, what's a must?" And I go, 
a pool is a must. And then <laughs> the realtor immediately then goes into, because they always tell you about how pools are a weird, divisive yeah. real estate property thing where it can hinder a sale, yeah. it can promote a sale. Yeah. And but but it is one of those things where if you want it, you really want it, but if you don't, you definitely don't. Do you remember that guy who lived down yeah, the street absolutely. from us in central Wisconsin? I, I always think of him. Central Wisconsin. I mean, I'll never understand why anybody in central Wisconsin would have a pool, even though I was jealous of all the people with pools. Yeah, true story. Because winter lasts till like May there. But a guy like two houses down from us sold his house and we watched after he he put the for sale sign out as he filled in That's right. and covered up his in-ground pool. And we said, oh my gosh, it must have been an issue. Like, I'm sure people said, I want the house. But I don't want the pool. So he said, okay, I'll get rid of the pool. Luckily, but if we're, if we're going to move to Southern Arizona... Yes, we should have a pool. Uh, Tucson, Arizona is in the Sonoran Mountain Range. It is a unique area that is, one, much like Hawaii, uh, in line with kind of who we are as a people, a tribe, a culture. It's a very cool area. They are protected from, one, haboobs. Uh, boobies. That's right. For all your friends and family <laughs> who have gone on out to Phoenix, they say I have a friend who lives in Phoenix who talks oh, yeah. a lot about the haboobs and which are the sandstorms, yes. by the way. And what they do is they just uh, apparently uh, are terrible. So there are none of those. There's no boobs in Tucson. Uh, it is actually cooler than Phoenix. Yes, that's the next thing everyone says. What about those summers? Uh, it is five to ten degrees cooler than Phoenix because of the elevation. Yeah. It's higher. You even said you had some elevation sickness the first couple of days. Uh, I, same thing like when I was in Salt Lake, when I moved to Salt Lake City, because your voice just gets scratchy yeah. and you feel like you have a cold, which yes. let me say, when you're traveling during a pandemic. <laughs> that happened to me in Maui. When I went hiking on the Waihee Ridge Trail, the elevation is so extreme and you get like three quarters of the way to the top and you start feeling like garbage and you're like, oh my God. I'm getting sick. And then yep. you forget, no, it's right. altitude sickness. You have to stop and uh, and uh, acclimate. So I had been in Tucson for two weeks, hanging out, uh, doing some research, connecting, house hunting. Let, and- let us tell you, if you want to see the wild, wild west of the real estate market. Oh, man. Holy hell. I mean, it's really everywhere. It but, is, you know. but I mean, I feel like Tucson, I wasn't prepared for that. We put in... But what about Hawaii, though? I mean, we're talking... Hawaii's doing... Hawaii's, Hawaii's crazier now. Hawaii's selling houses um, where people are jumping bids by a hundred grand. Yeah, there was a house that we were looking at out there, and it was nothing fancy. Trust no. me, we were not... I mean, what we could afford out there was not nothing fancy. Yes. But, like, when you go to Hawaii, it's one of two things. Either you got the money to not give a shit... Or you're saying, okay, we got to do this on some kind of a reasonable, oh, yeah. what our economical budget but is. But it's cool because we live yeah. in Hawaii. But like we, yes, I mean, we were going to be, uh, we were going to uh, there be, were a couple be able of to houses. buy a modest three bedroom, yeah. two bath house in Hawaii. Yeah, no, it wasn't a shack by any means. But one of the houses we were like, oh, it's all right. You know, but if that's what, what we can afford, that's what we can afford. It went off the market and we assumed somebody bought it. It went back on the market a week later for a hundred thousand dollars more. So that market is nuts. We, I mean, I'm pretty sure we would have been living in a hole in the ground at this point. Tucson, how many offers did we put in? Two, three, three offers. Yeah, got put in three, got two, took one all the way to the field goal line. They're underwriting our mortgage right now. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And then, I mean, same thing right now. I mean, one of our old uh, sales guys. 
uh, from the radio world. He's doing real estate now. And all I see him doing is posted on Facebook, same thing. Within like, days. He's like, hey, no, it's like hours. Yeah. It's like first day they put a house up and it, it well, goes for 20 over asking. And da, 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 da. In Tucson, we lost out on a couple of houses we really wanted. The one we were going to settle on was fine. It just wasn't exactly what we wanted. But we, I mean, it was nuts. We were like, we'll take what we can get at this point. And you guys found this house because... It went up on the market like an hour yeah, before. You were the first person to like, see it. If that house would have been on the market for an entire day, we wouldn't have gotten it at all. But Pat and the realtor were like, hey, let's just go check it out. It just went up. And I mean, we put in an offer within an hour, an hour, and, and they accepted it. So um, so that's what's going on. <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of the deal, if you're wondering. And you may ask why. What is the common factor between Hawaii and Arizona? It's simple. Uh, no daylight savings time. That's right. <laughs> that's uh, that's really all we care. Seen a lot Screw of Michigan you and changing those clocks. A lot of Michiganders are getting on board with that this time. I've Ever. seen so many people like this is stupid. Um, Hawaii and Arizona, they are two of the special states that do not celebrate, except for a small sliver of Arizona, which is the Navajo Nation. And I that wouldn't is, use the word celebrate because it doesn't seem like anybody's celebrating. The it people anymore. in those states are celebrating it. If you no, talk, no, no. so basically. Pat's home for a little while. I am home for a little while. I had to go secure. I had to be there for the the home inspections and all that stuff. And now I'm home. And we are going to be listing our house in a couple of weeks. Yes. And he is here to help me get the house ready, which I so appreciate. And then once we close on our house in Tucson so that it doesn't go unoccupied, he is going to go down there. And I was trying to explain this to people. Go ahead. The licensing for social workers is different in every state. Different in every state and as confusing as one can imagine. And in Arizona, yes. you take your licensing test first yes, and then start work. Uh, yeah, there's different levels. I mean, and it, Well, but, but to, in contrast, in Michigan and Hawaii, you don't take the test first. No, Hawaii you did. Oh, Hawaii you do? Yeah. Okay. There's just different levels. No, I mean, it's it's the licensing is very much like doctors. Like, you know that your doctor went through a lot of supervising. And, like, he yeah. didn't just graduate from medical school and become a full doctor. Yeah. You have the residents and the interns and the, this one's been here for two years, three years. In a much different, dumber way, that's what, it like, that's what it's like with social workers. So I just have to get um, my initial license which allows me to do some practicing while being supervised. Now, taking that test in Arizona means he has to have... Oh, an address. An address. Yeah, those come in handy. So, yeah, yeah just the way this was all going to work out Oops. is, okay, we have to we have to get the house. Yeah. Um, and then you can go down there and kind of start setting stuff up and live like a bachelor for a while. And, yeah, I uh, guess. Basically, like, I'm just like a workhorse. I, You know, she's just sending me out there now. She's like, all right, just get the whole place <laughs> set up for me. I'm like the... Uh, oh, war- did you just call yourself a workhorse? Work- yes, uh, workhorse. <laughs> uh, you know, that... Or Warthog, you can call me. So <laughs> I like Warthog. I'm going to go out there and get everything set up. Yeah, no. So I'll be here for like a couple weeks, probably maybe a month. I'd say a month. I'm, I'm going with four yeah. weeks because our, our closing date is April 12th. And then I'll uh, jump out there and probably start getting uh, the house ready, start studying for my exam because that's when I can officially sign up. To get on the list for the exam. that I have take classes and stuff, right? That you can study, help, um, help you study. I'm going to be taking, I'm, I'm going to be taking classes. There's like a little like study guide that you can pay for online. It's all new school shit. People didn't have this like 30 years ago. You had to like study. Yeah. I could not imagine. No. Right, I could not imagine right now if just getting done with school, I had to then like 
legit old school with textbooks study for this other exam. I'm so lucky that I have these technology, technology, technology. and videos and like practice text, uh, tests. So yeah, I'll be all right, man. So I'll be out there um, doing that. You'll be here. Yeah. Selling this place. And then once our kid is done with school in June, you guys will be joining me out in Arizona. Because to be honest, if you're going to move to Arizona, why not make it in June? Um, it's just, one of the uh, the hottest three months of the year, which locals call oppressive. Um, so <laughs> you, you might as well jump in the deep end. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. AJ, you got yourself the Fauci Ouchie. Hello, everybody. I am now a Russian bot. I have been microchipped. You know, Bill Gates has made her into Android tablet. (laughs) No, I got like 24 hours before I turned into a Russian bot. AJ, uh, you received the first dose of the Moderna uh, COVID-19 vaccination today. I sure did. You became eligible. And this was very interesting because as, as I've been gone over the past six weeks, Talk about a rapidly moving. Holy cow! Everything with that changed like yeah, day by day. Like the vac, because you know, one, I go out to Hawaii, which is, as we all know, they were doing really well with infection rates because they were very tight on the travel restrictions. Then they were vaccinating people really well, and then I was calling back to AJ. I said, "Well, how's it going in Michigan?" At first, she's like, "Nothing's happening in Michigan," and then all of a sudden, you go, "Hold on, I think something's happening." Well, I wasn't really complaining because at no point did I think I would be eligible no. for this vaccine. No, but like you were listening to me say well dude out here they're starting to open it up and you were like we're nowhere even near that. i was watching the evolution of my social media feed and it was a lot of folks started getting them right it was healthcare workers first and then it was my friends who are teachers they were the next and i went on i went on a website that one of my friends in, in the healthcare field said this is the website you want to go to yeah and i said man i can't get an appointment and i understand like i wasn't surprised yeah um, I'm eligible, but I couldn't get an appointment. And then just like like magic, magic. Now I clicked a button, and they brought up all these appointments, and so, I grabbed them. Now you became eligible because of new, like a new, oh, like a new whatever, well, a new phase or whatever they call it. Is that's I think what the problem is with this whole rollout. And I'm not you know gonna poo poo on that because we've never been through a global pandemic like this. No, so we are kind, all kind of a first for yeah. Everyone, we're huh? all kind of learning how to, how this works. Um, I don't feel like the rollout phases were very well publicized, but they were different in every state. They were changing. Everything yeah. was just everything was just all over the place. So I was like, I didn't even know I was eligible. And then one of my friends said, yeah, you're eligible. So I went in there to get my shot. And um, one of the weird things is that uh, I, I went through Walgreens. They scheduled me for both shots right away. Yeah, yeah. And that's a problem that I've seen other people talk about. But that, that was a problem at the beginning. I think yeah. word, this thing has moved already. No, this no, no. Thing, I'm, the football's already moved down the no, field. No, no, no. I'm know? talking about people who have gotten their shots like in the last couple of weeks. They but were, that's what I'm saying. Within the last couple of weeks, I think the game's already changed to where they're like, okay, we have more doses. We can schedule what them now I was for gonna, both. What I was going to say is they haven't scheduled a lot of people for their second test yet. Whereas I, I mean, yeah. and, and they don't give you a lot of options which is fine i think we're just re- yeah refining no, the process yeah if you got to leave to get a vaccine you leave to get a vaccine and my my second uh my first date i could pick my second dose date i wasn't allowed to choose okay. i don't care i'll be there 
So, again, it's a state-by-state thing, and not only has it rapidly changed with the addition of a third vaccine, the Johnson & Johnson, um, but you also um, now have many more doses purchased. You had the president give his first primetime address. And on the heels of that, at least in Michigan, the governor then said by April 5th, all adults, all adults, 18 and up should be good to go to get on a list or find a, uh, an appointment somewhere in Arizona, where I was famously a county next to Pima, which is where Tucson is, uh, had managed their supply so well, and with the new influx from the federal government, had opened up their vaccination sites to every eligible resident 16 years of age and older. That's amazing. That's impressive. Now, I will say this, and this is the kind of sad part, because before we kind of, it seems like after the presidential address, now we have a little bit more clarity with the amount. Before that, you started seeing... It opened up by age more. Yeah. They were going like 65, 60, 60, 55. Yeah. Me and my friends have a stupid theory, and we're pretty sure it's true, that it's not because there's more vaccines coming in, but because as they open it up to new age groups, less people want to get the shots. So I was thinking about that. Because my mom is staying with us right now. My mom is 61, and she... She's a great example of this. Well, here's the problem, is when she got here, I said, okay, because my mom, my parents don't drive. My dad's in a nursing home right now, recovering from a surgery in Wisconsin. So my mom, who's disabled, is here. My mom has been eligible for this vaccine since the beginning. Theoretically, she should have been first up. She doesn't drive. She can't drive. She doesn't have a car. And she's very much like, well, I don't go anywhere, she's so it's okay. She's very ho-hum about it. Very, I mean. And we, when she got to here to Michigan, I said, man, I wish I could take you to get the vaccine, but I can't because she doesn't live here. Yeah. Understand, and that's totally fine. I understand that. But I, all I keep thinking is, man, she's going to go back to Wisconsin and not get the vaccine. And that's a big thing um, that they're working on, getting mobile vaccination sites to not only um, people with disabilities, but areas that are lower income, people can't just hop in their car and go get, wait in a vaccine line forever, or maybe they don't have the right connectivity to, 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 to get a appointment. That's the, I don't, I don't think my mom would be able to schedule an appointment anyways. It was a pain yeah. in the butt for me, and I'm yeah. pretty tech savvy. You know, you're going to need mobile units, which I heard are being Good. set up. So everything seems to be going forward at a pretty decent pace, but my buddies and I were saying, because in Indiana where one of them lives, it went from 65 and over to 60 to 55 to 50 within like a week. Well, And his theory was as soon as it hit the five O's, which is people in their 50s, that's when you hit the official like, I'm not really in the theoretical danger zone, although I do encourage everyone to get it. And Those, I understand that some people yeah, won't. That's your choice. That's your, that's your choice. But it seems like then now the politics come into play. Yeah. Now the bullshit is, well, I don't want to get it. So that's why they go, well, we might as well open it up to more people because we have more we doses. Have, and I, I hate to say it, this vaccine guilt is a real thing. I was just talking to uh, my friend Amy on Twitter about it today. Do you she, have it? Do you have it? Um, A little bit. I do feel like 
I shouldn't have gotten it before other people. But I also, I'm like, okay, well, April 5th is when everybody's eligible so, for it. That's not that far away. Like, who else do you feel should have been in front of you? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody. Like, because like, teachers, they're good now, right? Te- teachers yeah, are good. Teachers were going to get it. And I know teachers who didn't want to get it. Yeah. That got it anyways, saying, you know, if this will get schools back in and get things, then I'll, I'll do it. 70%, baby. I think all my teacher friends have gotten it. All my healthcare friends have gotten it. Okay. So I don't know what, what? why I feel guilty. Like because retail workers, you think what? I don't know. I mean, Fast I, food I, workers? I am immunocompromised because I have asthma. Mm-hmm. And I also work with kids three days a week. I teach dance. So it makes sense. I mean, I don't consider myself a teacher teacher. Yeah. But still, I'm like, I got it. I mean, it's pretty, everybody Boy, else, it's, it's hard. It's you, a lot of guilt. It's I'm a lot sitting, of guilt. I'm sitting at the back of the bus, baby. I am. You should have seen Pat. He almost back threw, of the bus. He almost threw me a party when I said I got an appointment. Man, I get, listen, I'm a 42-year-old male with no pre-existing conditions. You really are the last. <laughs> I was like, until they announced that hard date, like, like here in Michigan, which again, I don't know if I'll be around long enough to get the shot in Michigan or if I'm going to end up getting it in Arizona. Well, you'll get I it don't somewhere, know. though. I'll get it somewhere, though. But when I saw her say, hey, April 5th is the day now, I go, well, thank you, because forever I now said, Now we have man, a date. That's all, that's all we needed that's all we is needed. dates. Because I said, man, for the longest time, I said, I'm screwed. I'm so, I'm like, even my buddies who are my age, they're like, I got type 2 diabetes. <laughs> they get to the front of the line. Me, I'm like, all I got are psychological problems. Nobody cares about those. I have a friend on uh, Facebook who lives in our subdivision here, and she has like a heart defect. And She's been complaining nonstop. I don't, I can't get it. I can't get an appointment. I say, it says I'm not eligible and she is eligible, but it's hard to get an appointment. Do not get me wrong. I mean, I was, I was searching the internet for a couple of weeks with no intentions on actually getting an appointment. Cause I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm probably not eligible, but it doesn't hurt to look. I hadn't even considered looking until a couple of weeks ago. I'm hoping to find the, uh, when I do get it, since I am kind of at the lower tier, I want to, I'm, I'm hoping Again, in his doctor. Can I finish what I was going to say? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I decided maybe I, it'd be worth it to see if I'm eligible. Because like we said, those phases have been rolled out, but not real publicly. Yeah. It's just kind of. I didn't know who was eligible. And I was like, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm immunocompromised. I can check. I mean, I wasn't like standing up saying, hey, vaccinate me. Like I, I expected to be one of the last to be vaccinated. But then when I saw I was eligible, it's still hard to get an appointment. So you're like middle of the pack, I'd say. You're I'm like, middle of the pack, like middle, yeah. Because you're not, you know, first up, I think everyone who's first up got theirs. Yeah, I didn't in any way, pack. shape or form think I was, I should be okay. one of the first ones to get it. But I said, okay, well, if April 5th is a date for everybody, shouldn't people who have underlying health conditions be next up? And that's why I checked because I said, that's me. And April 5th is like a couple of weeks away. So, but the vaccine guilt thing is very real. And I just told somebody online, like, don't have guilt. Just, we all deserve it just as much as the next person. But then, but I have it too. Now I got it. And I'm thinking, I bet there's somebody out there who deserved it more than me. It's hard. We're making more right now. We just cut deals. We got competitors working with each other to produce more vaccines. We are getting the job done. We're not done yet, by the way. I, 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 I am with Dr. Fauci who said it again this weekend that do not spike the football at the five-yard line. Okay? I see a lot of y'all spiking the football. Keep, keep that football tucked in. Stop and, it. And just keep running. Keep running. Are Be there, like Forrest. Run right out of that stadium. Are there fans in the stands yet? No. Well, we are not back to normal. So, I'm not, just because I got vaccinated, I'm still wearing a mask. I'm yeah. still being smart. But we are on the path. We're on the yeah, track. There We're is an end there. in sight. And I, I, I feel personally like it's very poignant that I got it 
this week because a year ago almost exactly is when this all started. Yeah. And it's when... I mean, my, I, I, I teach Irish dance. We have one holiday a year where yeah. people want to see us perform. All my dancers has their shows canceled that they had worked so hard on, and the world just flipped. So I feel it, it was very poignant today to realize, okay, wow. if I would have known a year ago that today I would be vaccinated, it would be, it would have been, you know. So, of course, that means there are no special authorities afforded to you. No. Perhaps when you get your second dose, you can start doing some of those little CDC parties with your other vaccinated pals. CDC parties. Y'all, y'all can get together in a basement with no masks on and just jump around. I'm very curious. to. See, I don't think I'm going to have any real side effects because my case of COVID was, it was very mild, but it was awful. Yeah. Like it was like three, four days long. The actual, like the, the, the. She says that until she starts making me call her Shvetlana tonight. Stop it. That my actual case of COVID was pretty mild. It was only like three or four days long, and I just wanted to sleep, and I had a headache that I can't even describe, and I get migraines. So trust me, if I if a headache's so bad that I can't describe it, you know it's real. I'm curious to see if any of the side effects are as bad as the COVID oh, was itself for Listen, me. For me, I don't. I think I'll be fine. I mean, my arm hurts, one, but that's it. AJ's tougher than nails. I mean that. Okay, you could. Drive a nail into a wall with her head. That's how hard-headed she is. Oh, thanks. I don't know if that's a compliment. It is. You're tough. She'll be fine. One of my buddies got the vaccine. He's crying like a baby. My arm hurts. I'm sleepy. I got a fever. Men are such big, yeah, fat sissies. Yeah. This and is I, why women give birth and I you know. don't. You'll be fine. I know I will. I'm not worried about it. I'm really not. I, it's it's interesting because I've talked to some of my friends who have differing political views, and they've they've oh. asked me about Why the it. Fu- when the fuck ever have we talked about know. vaccines and then ha- and then then had to back it up Listen, with? By the way, what are your political views? Hey, I'm gonna go see my doctor. By the way, what are your political views before I tell you? I about know, them? no, and it was stupid. But one of my friends Jesus. with 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 opposite political views said she'll get the vaccine, but she said her problem right now is that they're not saying like what getting the vaccine is going to equate to like what's going to open up is anything going to open up it's going to get us to herd immunity it's good for the community see that's the problem i know if there's one thing i gotta tell you and i'm not it makes me very sad that we don't trust science anymore that makes me really sad i'm not trying to throw shade and be that guy that's going to start preaching just because i spent like one month in hawaii but this shit was not. A, I'm, I'm not saying we, had, we didn't have issues. I heard on Oahu there's a bunch of uh, wahoos who are you know <laughs> wahoos on Oahu who were you know all anti-mask and even made it all the way to the big uh, the big insurrection. But for the most part, they flew from Hawaii to DC. Oh, the one guy, the the uh, proud boy. Are you shitting? The me? one proud boy's from Honolulu. Homie, and what he are got you? arrested. Oh, he got arrested God. At, at the insurrection. God. What a terrible! I know. What a terrible! That's just a long flight. Listen, I'm. That's a long flight. That's, that's, a, that's a, long, a long flight to die on that hill. That's a long <laughs> flight to go ride after. I'm yeah. tired. I want to like get a shower on. I want to eat. These people. Flew it's that. nine hours from Very Detroit strange. to Hawaii. Dude, so it's a long flight. Add on another one, and Jeez. this guy felt so compelled. That's how. That's how angry he was. But no, but in Hawaii they have had it locked down, and it's worked. On the big island, it is very much we're doing it for the community. Yeah. We're doing it for our brothers, our sisters. I'm not here to Ohana. I'm not here to debate anything. I'm yeah. just all right. That's it. And we don't have to get it like right there. Well, what's in it for me? I'm gonna get it, but what's in it for me? You know what's in it for you? 
that if we can get our country to 70% herd immunity, which, by the way, right now we're at 10%, which is good because we were at 2% yeah, like a couple weeks ago. kind of stuff doesn't happen overnight. We get to 70% herd immunity. Your normal starts to come back. Yes, and we all want it. Whatever your normal is. And for this friend, I bet you it's going to Wisconsin Dells, and I bet you it's going to, like, yeah. county fairs and brewers games. Brewers games. That comes back when we you... We all want yeah, that. When you when when everyone is vaccinated. And again, that's 70%. So that still gives a good 30% of people who can die on the hill and say, not me. And that's going to be the one or two cases we hear about a year. Yeah. And we're going to say that's too bad that someone still has to pass away of this terrible disease. Did I tell you I uh, shamed an anti-masker the other day? Good for you. I'm not going to say who it was, but I was having a meeting with somebody. And... They were very visibly annoyed by their mask. And it was just the two of us in the in a building. It was just the two of us. She was very, I mean, just very pulling at it, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't enjoy it either. But so she goes, Do you can I just take this off? And I'm I was where I was double masked. So I'm like, No. I can see, like, if I say no, it's gonna be awkward. So I'm like, fine. And then she goes, Well, I've had it. And then I said, well, I have too, but I'm still wearing a mask to protect you. And like in complete silence, she put it right back on. <laughs> I'm like, fun. I'm not wearing this for me. I'm wearing it for you because I give a shit. That's and hilarious. she And w- the mask conversation did not come up one more time during that whole meeting. <laughs> I figured out. I mean, I think I, sh- I shamed her in a very non-shameful way. I just said, well, I'm going to wear my masks because I care. I figured out what uh, could get a anti-masker who's desperately wanting to become a viral moment of disgust. (laughs) Once again, if that's the viral hill you want to die on, if you want that video to be your legacy, more power to you, but what the hell? I've seen what can actually stop that person and have them roll back down the hill. And that question is, and this is really the answer to all of our problems, folks, uh, marijuana, okay? (laughs) This happened in Arizona. Arizona, of course, another state that has their head screwed on correct and they have both a medical marijuana and recreational marijuana program yes i gotta keep my sticker one of my friends who lives in the i think she lives in scottsdale Mm -hmm. she took a picture today Mm -hmm. of a dispensary that said um free pre-roll for uh those who have the covid vaccine so i'm keeping my card because then when we get to tucson i can go get some free weed i was in line at the weed shop in arizona and there's still lines there because they just went 21 and up yeah um, at the new year. So it's like still pretty new, kind of a new thing. I'm in line with a couple of folks who from their accent appear to be from New York and it's pretty the, hard to miss in Arizona as a New York. accent. Yeah. And we were all waiting in line patiently, longly. Yeah. Unfortunately, weed is worth it. <laughs> it's about a 45 minute wait for this one. But when uh, we eventually made our way into this small marijuana dispensary, this dude who had been behind me with his wife, this New Yorker, and the whole time outside, he wasn't wearing a mask. Every Everyone in line has a mask on. Security guards, everyone's got a mask. It's a beautiful Arizona day. He doesn't have a no mask. And I, I, I go, okay, we're outside. We're outside, yeah. Maybe he's like, I only want to put it on last minute. Okay. Okay, fine. This place, by the way, is, I mean, they're working – this place made Portillo's and the In-N-Out drive-thru look inefficient. <laughs> they had bud tenders running out with iPads to like Good take your order and get your ID. It was a whole fucking thing. This guy, when it came time to get inside the building, and the security guard goes, oh, hey, buddy, real fast, mask. And the big deep breath came. Uh-oh. 
And I heard his wife behind him. And this guy, by the way, I'm saying like 50s, maybe 60s. Didn't you say it appeared as though something was probably wrong with him? Yeah, I heard him make his order, and it was a lot about pain. It was a lot about, I want the strongest this, the strongest that. So he's obviously got something going on. Um, That's called empathy, by the way. You see that? (laughs) Try it once in a while. If you haven't yet, it's a great thing. But is this guy ready to have his viral moment and tell this security guard, his wife just... Right behind him in the lowest of tones just goes, not now. <laughs> and this guy goes <sighs> goes into his pocket, pulls out some mask, half-heartedly, same thing, just puts it over his face. <laughs> and like a little kid, the whole time he has it on, he's messing with it and yeah. pulling it back and forth. <laughs> and his wife's sitting across just looking at him. And I go, I figured it out. Off. She's like... If you make me not get my weed tonight, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we have been waiting in line for weed for an hour. An hour. I'm Don't. not leaving here without a brownie. You fucked this up for me. I was laughing because I said I could tell this guy had had the argument. He was ready to go. Yeah. And she was not having and it. She, and, and she had seen it before. I say, and to she be was fair, like, not now. You know it's happened. And maybe she was even part of it. Maybe they're like, they tag team it and, and throw fits about wearing masks. But that day. She wasn't having it. She's like, I. That's where they drew the line. I need my joint, and I need it now. There's freedom that I'm really invested in. It's the freedom to get high. (laughs) Much more than the freedom not to wear a mask. Listen, I will let you know when I turn into a Russian bot from my uh, Fauci ouchie. Listen, this is is in all seriousness, if you are eligible. And you are comfortable. If you are comfortable, if you are eligible. Please, I encourage you to get the shot. Try, Keep trying. I know it's not easy to get an appointment. I know it. And just like Dr. Fauci says, which one is the right one? The one you can get. Exactly. It doesn't matter which one it is. If it's the one shot, the two shot, whatever you can get, get it and get it. And I want to have more real conversations with people face-to-face. Yeah. I want to be able to say that was a hell of a 18 months of our lives and move forward. And this is a huge part of moving forward is getting that shot thank you thank you for thank you aj for getting it. thank you you're welcome did you save any for me <laughs> yeah there was a little bit left at the bottom and i put your name on it <laughs> the pat and aj podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms subscribe today follow pat and aj on twitter instagram youtube and facebook now at pat and aj patandaj.com Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.